The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Well, I don't think you need to be a genius to understand why we are having the meeting in the gallery tonight. Um, we have a lot of preparations to do for Supernatural. Help me look at your neighbor and say, we are one week away from Supernatural. Tell him, oh, by this time tomorrow. Tomorrow here meaning next week. You know, like I always say, tomorrow does not necessarily mean 24 hours. So tell your neighbor, by this time tomorrow. Meaning next week, we'll be seated in the first session of Supernatural. Hallelujah. For some of us that are involved in getting this place ready, I'm not sure whether we want to clap. When I had you clapping, I wasn't sure whether that's what. <laughs> because it looks like, wow, there's still a lot left to be done. But God will help us. Glory, glory be to God. Um, tonight... I want us to just, again, talk about that word, preparation. Um, and that's what we want to do tonight. That's what we are doing. There's so much setting up, being done, just so that we can have an amazing conference next week. And um, so that we can experience the best that God has for us. But it takes exactly that. It, it takes a preparation. Hallelujah. And for those of us that have been in church for any reasonable length of time, um, you will have heard me talk about that at about that at one point or the other. Let's look at Matthew chapter three to just give ourselves a bit of a bearing, and I will just exhort briefly, and then we're going to pray. One of the best ways of preparing for anything, particularly anything that is of God, is, is in the place of prayer. Matthew chapter 3 from verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, so this is the summary of his message. Repent for, and we've talked about this briefly in recent weeks, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. Just a little digress. This is what we're talking about. That look, heaven is not just a place. Um, if you reduce heaven to just a place, you will miss a big part of it. It's also a kingdom. And that's of utmost importance to us that are here on the earth. Because kingdom talks about a way of doing things. Uh, I talked about the way the United Kingdom does things. It's not the way um, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia does things. The way America does things. It's not the way Nigeria does things. There is an impeachment inquiry going on concerning the United States. The President of the United States, it can never happen in Nigeria. Or where? At least in Nigeria as we know it. Or the law, can you help me? It, it forgets. Just why? The Kingdom of America as it were, is there for the Kingdom of Nigeria. Impeachment inquiry for Nigerian president. Has it ever happened in your life? Maybe we will. <laughs> Kingdoms are different. In, in that place, there are, there, are, there are laws. Their way is different. And heaven too has a way. A, a, a lot of Christians haven't yet learned what they are talking about here. And you need to learn it. 
And we've shared a few things that, look, you can find out that obtains in heaven. And this is the most powerful thing. When you begin to adopt those things to the level that you know it and just start growing, you will find out that your situation and circumstances will begin to respond the same way it responds in heaven. Hallelujah. Particularly if you allow them to be dominant in you, if you allow heaven to reign in you. Um, we've been teaching about that in our Sunday series. Glory be to God. So he said repent, and to repent means to change. Um, more accurately, it's like doing a 180 degree. In other words, I was going this way, and then I turned this way. That's just a geographic picture of it, but it's just saying that you are doing something, stop doing that and start doing something else. That's what the word repent means. Or you are not doing something, stop not doing something and start doing what you are supposed to be doing. Do you understand that? For this is he, verse 3, who was spoken of by the prophets Isaiah saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Hallelujah. So, um, Jesus was about to come and God actually sent John the Baptist ahead of him to, to get people um, to just prepare for the coming of the Lord. And that preparation is vital. And I, I want you to catch that in this final one week. Um, I want to assume at one level or the other, all of us um, have, have said preparing um, for the conference, our annual convention. We've been encouraging along that line. But if you've not started or you've not started doing it meaningfully to a degree, this services will help you to, to get that in place. To them prepare. Glory be to God. For the, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. God is about to show up. God is about to do something. In this particular case, the introduction of Jesus. And everything you are going to experience that Jesus offers, it is going to be affected by the level of your preparation. Let me bring that to what we are saying to ourselves tonight. Everything that God is going to pour out on us, release on us, grant us during that convention, a lot of it will depend on how prepared we are, individually and collectively. So the, the church is preparing, and a lot is being done on the building. A lot of money is being spent. And I always like saying this to us, reminding us that it will be a shame for us to invest more in the building, to spend more time preparing the building than the people, than we the people are prepared for the conference. And really the teachings we've been doing is to prepare our hearts. We call them pre-supernatural meetings. Hallelujah. So I, I want to encourage you. If I meet up your neighbor and say prepare, prepare, prepare. Oh, that person didn't hear you say prepare, prepare. In, in your own personal way, Prepare for the meetings we are going to be having next week. Glory be to God. And when you prepare like you ought, things will not remain the same for you in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible told us about the people of, of Jerusalem. 
um, when Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. And the Bible said Jesus looked over the city and he wept bitterly. And he said, because they did not know the time of their visitation. And watch what happened in their own particular case. I'm sure we're all familiar with the story. The person that was sent to them to save them, the solution that was sent to them for their predicament, they ended up crucifying him. That's how bad it is when you're not prepared for something, particularly a divine opportunity. The answer will be coming to you like this. You'll be saying, I reject it in Jesus' name. Because you're not prepared. Jesus wept. Because what they have been trusting God for, the Messiah that will come, because of their lack of preparation, when the Messiah actually came, they killed him. And they are now looking for another Messiah. I saw a post on social media this morning. Somebody said, the breakthrough you have been looking for is going to show up in the form of hard work. <laughs> hard work. So you better roll up your sleeve and walk. It's not like you're going to be sleeping on bed and it does give you one million naira. Or where? But if you get that kind of money, you better check your life very well. It's going to show up as hard work. And that lack of understanding or that lack of preparedness to work, that's why some people never experience breakthrough. Because what they have in their mind or the, the, the concept they have about what they are looking for is wrong. Sometimes it's in a place of preparation that God begins to realign our thinking and getting us ready for really what he has for us. Glory be to God. Tap your neighbor again and say, prepare, prepare, prepare. Listen to this Proverbs, Proverbs 21:31. just talking about preparation, a few things. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Hallelujah. It, it, we, we are not asking you to prepare to get to think that um, when, when we make statements like this, please, I want you to try the balance. Um, it's still God that is going to bring the deliverance. Glory be to God. It's still going to be predicated on God's mercy and God's grace and God's favor. Hallelujah. So we are not saying that um, everything is going to be fully dependent on the preparation you do or, or, or on yourself. No. But it's so important that for you to even experience the deliverance that God brings, your preparation is vital. It's the Lord that will bring deliverance, so, but the horse needs to prepare for the day of battle. Now, in the place of preparing, don't get yourself to think, ah, quote and unquote, you now start bragging in your prayer. No, that's not what we are saying. But at the same time, don't say because God is going to bring deliverance, I'm, not going to, I'm just going to show up. After all, God is going to bring deliverance. No, that's not how it works. Let me hear somebody shout, I will prepare. Hallelujah. Proverbs 30. The Bible says we should learn from the ants. Verses 25 and 25. There are four things which are little on the earth, but are exceedingly wise. There are four things which are little. Verse 25. The ants are a people not strong. Tiny, tiny ants. Yet, yet, somebody say yet. They, they prepare. Hallelujah. And that's why the ant is never hungry. They prepare for their food in summer. That's why when winter comes, when the difficult time comes, when this, 
has things up because they have prepared and stored up what they need to store up, they are able to, to, to sail through. Glory, glory be to God. Second Chronicles 27 and verse 6. Jotham became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord is God. That's what somebody is going to do tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the rest of this year and the new year in 2020, you will become truly mighty indeed in the name of Jesus. Second Chronicles 12, 14. They told us of another king. Rehoboam did evil. Look at your neighbor and say, you will not do evil in Jesus' name. You will do good and you will do great things. But learn a lesson about this king. He did not prepare his heart to seek the Lord. That's another danger of just not being prepared for what God has ahead of you. He did not prepare his heart. So God could not instruct him. God could not direct him. God could not guide him. That will not be your portion. That will not be my passion in Jesus' name. Lift your hands and say, Heavenly Father, in this final week of supernatural, I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for direction. I thank you for your help in the place of preparation concerning what you have in store for me. In Jesus' mighty name. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things we've been talking about, and as we begin to pray tonight, I want to encourage you to, again, crave for this. I believe our best teacher, our wisest instructor, our greatest counselor, as new creations, as Christians, is still the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Your wisest, your wisest guide is still the Holy Spirit. The, the person that can give you the best insight to help you finish this year well. And the person that can give you the best foresight for the new year coming, 2020, is still the Holy Spirit. I said this at the beginning when we started talking about the Holy Spirit um, and the inspiration it brings and the innovation that can come out of that inspiration is that the, the God ladies on my heart. We Christians have still not maximized the role and the place of the Holy Spirit in our lives as we ought. We carry the Holy Spirit quite all right. And for some of us, yes, we've dipped our toe into the river of the water of the Holy Spirit. And maybe for some, we've said touching ankle level or knee level. But there are still depths that the Holy Spirit can take us to that we have not yet taken advantage of. And again tonight, I want to encourage you, this last week and these final weeks of this year, just throw yourself in total abandonment and keep asking the Holy Ghost to just have His way in your life. And really sincerely desire for the operation of the Holy Ghost in your life to just keep rising higher and higher. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. As we pray again tonight, just still getting ourselves ready for supernatural, let that be what is at the top of your heart. Hallelujah. That Holy Spirit, just I yield myself to you. I, I abandon myself into your care and have your way in my life. 
help me to just maximize um, this final week before Supernatural. And when Supernatural starts next week, help me to enjoy the conference and get the best out of it so that the remaining weeks of the year I can have the best time of my life. Hallelujah. You know, just one idea from God. This way inspiration comes in. One idea from God, one direction from God can turn everything around and change everything positively for you in Jesus' name. And the Holy Ghost has it. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost has it. No matter what kind of difficult situation you are in, one, just one inspiration of wisdom can just turn everything around in your favor. And the Holy Ghost has it. No matter how big the problem is, just one idea, this is the solution. This is what you should do. He has it. However, if we don't press in deeper to allow these things to begin to flow, Ezekiel gave the analogy of a river. So every individual and each one of us here, let's assume this is the river, we have two options. You can stay where you are, and again, I'm talking about your your flow with the Holy Ghost, your relationship with the Holy Ghost, you can stay where you are or you can decide. And this is the power you have. And no one is going to do this for you. No one is going to do it for you. No one can do it for you. You can decide to just press in and go deeper. Hallelujah. I'm pressing and go deeper. And I guarantee you, the deeper you go in your walk with the Spirit, whether it's in the place of prayer or consecration, or any of the things the Holy Spirit helps us to do, the more of His inspiration begins to flow in your life. Hallelujah. And that will make all the difference. So, as, as we pray tonight, again, and I've been saying this for about two, three weeks now, your, your simple prayer should just be, Holy Ghost, more of you, and more of you, and more of you. Hallelujah. And really press into that. Pray fervently. Let, let Him help us. We're going to take a number of prayer points, praying towards supernatural. But beyond the prayer points, glory be to God. Beyond the prayer points, your own personal involvement and flow with the Holy Spirit is of utmost importance. Because the person that can help you to maximize supernatural best is no other person but the Holy Ghost. Psalm 65, I will read that text and then we're going to begin to pray. A meeting like supernatural is a visitation from heaven. Hallelujah. It's, it's a visitation from heaven. When, when you come for a conference like that, nine sessions, evening, morning, evening, morning, for about five days, that kind of week. If you really will immerse yourself into the meetings, if you will truly engage with what the Spirit of God is doing in that five-day period, listen to the word that is being preached, dive into the prophecies that are being declared, embrace the revelation and the teachings that are being shared with us. If you, if you will just throw yourself into it, it's like a visitation. Hallelujah. It's like God pouring rain on you. Glory, glory be to God. And, and I want you to paint that picture in your mind as we begin to pray for the conference. Let's rise on our feet. I want us to use this text again to pray. Psalm 65 verse 9. Um, you visit the earth and you water it and you greatly enrich it. Hallelujah. 
Somebody declare, this season of my life, God is visiting my life. He is watering me and greatly enriching me. Hallelujah. The river of God is full of water. It becomes full as that visitation from heaven, like rain pouring from the sky, begins to just get released over us on and on and on again. The river of God, the, the, the spirit of God in us, it becomes full of water and it begins to overflow its banks. Hallelujah. And what will happen to us? You provide their grain. Our lives begin to flourish for you have, for so you have prepared it. Your, you water the ridges abundantly. It is using the metaphor of farming, a farmer and his land, but I'm sure we can all apply it to our personal lives. Amen. You settle its furrows. Hallelujah. You make soft. You make it soft with showers and you bless its growth. Glory be to God. Verse 11. You crown the year with your goodness. Declare out loud 2019. As this year comes to an end. God is crowning this year for me. With his goodness. And his parts drop with abundance. Say that, and your path drip with abundance. Glory be to God. Look at verses 12 and 13. You drop on the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy. Hallelujah. And they also sing. Glory be to God. The picture here is very simple. It's like rain pouring from heaven. And then it nourishes the earth. Fills the rivers. There is no drought. Hallelujah. And as the water begins to pan, it's being released. All the soil, they are all being enriched. All the plants begin to bud and become fruitful. Everywhere is green. Everywhere is posh. Hallelujah. There is abundance on every side. Glory be to God. And that's how God crowns the year, beautifies your year for you. Hallelujah. And it's signifying how the, the rain from heaven comes and the spirit in us begins to operate in us. If it is shallow, may the water of life operating in your life not be shallow in Jesus' name. There won't be this abundance we are talking about. Hallelujah. But when the heavens are opened, and I pray over you, and we pray over the church, that the heavens will be opened over us during supernatural, and the rain of God is released upon us, the, the rivers begin to fill up. Hallelujah. The spirit within us begins to flow like a mighty river. And the end result for us is abundance. Somebody say abundance. And our year gets crowned. Hallelujah. With God's goodness. And his paths drip with abundance for us. Glory, glory be to God. Can someone just paint that picture of abundance? Of rain falling from heaven. Now this is not physical rain. It's a rain of grace. It's a rain of mercy. It's a rain of favor. It's a rain of revelation. It's a rain of instruction. It's a rain of prophecy. When we sit in a meeting like Supernatural for five days and the word of God is being poured out and prayer is being poured out and prophecy is coming and instruction is coming, it's like the heavens 
releasing rain over our lives. Glory be to God. And that begins to stir the river, the Holy Spirit within us. Hallelujah. And it begins to bubble and flow. I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture for you. And the, the river begins to overflow its banks. And what was shallow before, the water begins to rise. It goes higher and higher and higher. And it begins to spill over into every aspect of our lives. And then things begin to bubble forth. Hallelujah. There's refreshing. Hallelujah. There, there's fruitfulness. Glory be to God. It settles the furrows. It makes it soft with showers. It blesses it with growth. And at the end of the day, there will be things to sing and to rejoice and to be glad about. Hallelujah. Listen, that's what God is said to do for us. And how well prepared we are we make the difference as to how much of that we receive. Glory be to God. So please, this final week, I don't know where your preparation level is, I don't know how you are, but just take a cue from what you are seeing going around in church, that all kinds of things are being done just to prepare, and you begin to just organize yourself spiritually. I wish you could ask everybody to be coming to church every day to prepare, but it's just these few minutes and these few hours we have on service days we can tell you. What you do beyond when you leave this place is of utmost importance. Can I hear a loud amen? But bless God, at least we can maximize these few minutes we have. Lift your hands where you are. And you know, please, when you come into God's presence like this, don't worry about what has happened before now or even what will happen after now. Focus on the moment. Can I hear a loud amen? Don't let any guilt or condemnation rob you of experiencing the fullness of God that you can encounter in this place. Leave those hands and say, Lord, visit my life with abundance of rain. Let the heavens open over me and let there be an outpouring, a fresh release of rain upon my life. In this final week, towards supernatural, to help in my preparation, and also, O oh God, during supernatural, let the rain descend so heavily that the river of God in me begins to overflow its banks. Let the level of the water of the Spirit in my life begin to rise higher and higher. And let it begin to bring blessings and riches and fruitfulness and increase and abundance so that my year is crowned with goodness and there is abundance on every side that I will end this year with joy and singing in the name of Jesus. If you can believe God for that, open your mouth and just begin to pray and just begin to cry to God to help you in your preparation to get ready for what heaven is about to release upon your life and upon the church next week during Supernatural. Position yourself to be like Jotham that will prepare before his encounter with God so that that encounter will transform you to a mighty man. Just one encounter. When you are well prepared to meet with God, <laughs> one encounter. Jerusalem was not prepared to meet with Jesus. The Savior came. The Lamb of God came. And rather than embrace him, they crucified him. 
Oh, Shakataya la brosa. That will not be you. That will not be me. Let's ask God for grace to be prepared. To be prepared to receive the rain. And allow the rain to come. So that the river within us will begin to flow. Kaya kando bosa. Eh, yagada brakatosa. Oh, yakanda baba baba bashaka. Lord, prepare us for what you have prepared for us. Every word that you have prepared for us to receive during supernatural, prepare us to receive it. Every prophecy, every revelation, every gift from heaven that will transform our lives, that will change our stories, that will renew us, that will revive us, that will refresh us. Lord, prepare. Kayakata. Prepare us for it, O oh God. Help us to be prepared. O Yakata Yeketo. Lord, help us to overcome every distraction that wants to get the better part of us so that we will miss what you have in store. No, help us to overcome such distractions and help us to be rightly positioned to experience everything that you have for us as individuals and as a church family. Yeketoko yakata, egela shakata yala brege de broso, eyala pakasa. I want you to express thirst and hunger for God. It's vital in the place of preparation. Lord, I want to experience you. I want to see you. I want to know you. Holy Spirit, I want more of you. As you pray tonight. Experience, exp, express thirst, express hunger. Yakata yala poso, yegeda bagasokoto. More of you, O God. More of you, O God. Yakata yalapa. Even in this final week of preparation, more of you, O God. More of you, O God. I don't want to remain as I am. I don't want to remain where I am. I don't want to remain as I've been. I want to go to another level as I meet with you and as I encounter you next week at Supernatural. Oh, Yakataya, I'm thirsty for more. I'm hungry for more. Yeketoko yogodo ayaka takayaka yegede bedegede brosoto yeketoko yakata gende bedebede bedebede bodoso ayekela baba baba o kata yagada gayaka express your hunger express your thirst eyekede broso before we begin to pray specific prayer points just express your hunger and your thirst Oh, Yakata, in this place of preparing, in this place of preparing, Yenge Doboso, Ayeke Toko Yaka, Yenge Deverege de Brosoto, Ye Gayakataka, Yenge de Brosoto, Ayeke Deverege de Beregere Begere 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 Besu, Yeke Tosha, Yenge Deverege de Boko. Makata ya gede gede gena kakaka yoke de vere gede brosoto mege ya kata ya la baba 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 yegere brokoso 
In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Listen, I'm I'm confident that practically all of us uh, have made up our minds that we're going to be at Supernatural. We're going to be at the meetings. We're going to attend the meetings. I mean, we've probably cleared our shadow. Practically most of us. When you are like that, if Satan can't stop you from coming for a meeting or for a conference, I mean, if he has lost that battle, his next um, strategy or attack against you, because he's not going to say, okay, our pastor is going for supernatural. Okay, let me just hold my hands. There's nothing I can do to stop him from experiencing all that God has for him. He doesn't do that. He doesn't give up because you are coming for the meeting. No. His next line of attack is to distract you. You are going to be there, but he wants to distract you while you are there. That doesn't, that, that, so for anyone that you have made up your mind, you want to attend this conference, you want to experience what God has for you, the next thing you need to be careful about or to be conscious of is to avoid distractions. Hallelujah. Somebody say avoid distractions. Glory, glory be to God. That, that's, that's the next thing you can do. So that when the word comes, your mind is on something else. So that when the prophecy comes, you didn't hear it. Or even if you had it, you are not interpreting it the way you ought to have interpreted it. You are not grabbing it the way you ought to grab it. So I want us to pray against distractions. Hallelujah. If you are going to be at Supernatural, if you are coming for the conference, you are ready for this prophetic word to be released upon your life, rest round about. I was sharing with us on Sunday, there are people God gave rest round about. That is the picture of heaven. There's no stress in heaven. There's no crying. There's rest. Then, but you don't have to wait till you get to heaven. So Jehoshaphat got rest round about. Solomon got rest round about. Joshua, God gave them rest round about. So it's possible. Hallelujah. To experience the things that have, is happening in heaven on the earth. That's this of heaven on the earth. Hallelujah. And God has released that prophetic word. That's the theme of the convention. God really, 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 really wants us to have rest in every area of our lives. Target those areas of your life where it doesn't look as if you're having rest. And you can't even figure out how you're going to have rest. Those are the things you should allow the word of God deal with. Glory be to God. During this convention. And what you, your worst enemy now is distraction. Your worst enemy is distraction. I'm going to use this scripture to pray. Isaiah 26 verse 3. Thou, talking about God or you, will keep him in perfect peace. Somebody say perfect peace. By the way, that's a phrase that depicts rest round about. Glory be to God. Somebody shall perfect peace. But watch how he does it. Whose mind is stayed on you? Because he trusts in you. That's what you need for this kind of meetings. Your mind should be on God. Your trust should be in God. 
your confidence should be upon God. That's, that's what you need. Don't try and figure things out. Hallelujah. I, I always crack this joke during Supernatural. That's not the week where um, you, you, you come for morning session. Then you say, I want to quickly run to Lekki and come back. Then the Lagos demons will now block Third Midland Bridge and Western Avenue. Then meeting starts at 6 o'clock. You are still on Third Midland Bridge. For a meeting you didn't have to go for. We can understand people that didn't get time off work. They had to go at work. And let me just quickly run to work. No, that's the distraction I'm talking about. That's not the time to quickly run to Lekki. <laughs> Praise God. From Ikeja. Let God bring rest round about perfect peace as you keep your mind on him. Glory be to God. Lift your hands and say in the name of Jesus all through this week as I prepare for supernatural and all through next week during supernatural my mind is focused on God. Focused on the word. Focused on the spirit as I receive rest round about and as I experience perfect peace from God. Lord Jesus I declare my trust is in you. I put my confidence in you. And I thank you for what you are about to do in my life. In this season. And as I pray tonight, I lay hold on it. Eliminating every form of distraction. Present and future. I declare right now, anything and everything that will distract me. From the word of God, from my prophecy, from my miracle, from my next level, from the wisdom of God that is being poured out in my direction. I eliminate them right now, out of my life, in the name of Jesus. My mind is stayed on God, my mind is focused on God, my heart is fixed on God, my heart is focused on God, all through this season, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Pray that out by the help of the Holy Ghost. Perfect peace as your mind is stayed on God. Perfect peace as your mind is stayed on God. No distraction. Postpone anything that can be postponed. Let your heart and your mind be upon what God is about to do this season. God said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and an expected end. Believe God for that. That there will be an expected end. A positive expected end. In my life in 2019. But I need focus. Let everything that distracts be taken away right now. Even the good things. Oh, it's not only negative things that bring distractions. Sometimes. Sometimes. Even legitimate things can be a distraction. Oh, so we come against such things right now. Anything and everything that will distract us from what heaven is said to release. Come on, come on, pray. Pray for grace. Oh, Yakata, to avoid distractions this season. 
to eliminate distractions. Sometimes we don't even know that these distractions are operating in our lives. But as we pray, the Holy Ghost will begin to reveal them to us and unveil them to us. No distractions. No distractions. My mind is stayed on God so that I can experience perfect peace. That's rest roundabout. For he keeps me in perfect peace as my mind is stayed on him. Every form of anxiety leaves me right now. Every form of depression leaves me right now. Every form of heartache and distraction from God. I come against you right now. I terminate your oppression in my life. I declare I'm focused, 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 focused. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to pray. We're going to pray rest roundabout over our lives and over the church. The theme of the conference. I, I quoted this verse on Sunday. I want to read it again. It said, anxiety in the heart causes of, of man causes depression. And this is what I want us to pray. But a good word makes it glad. Hallelujah. How many of us here believe that rest roundabout is a good word? I believe that's a good prophetic word for us this season. Rest roundabout. But when, when God releases prophetic words, it's not just a catchy phrase. Hallelujah. Somebody say it's a good word. It needs to enter our hearts. Jesus teaching about the parable of the sower in Mark chapter 4. He talked about the word not able to enter the heart. He said there was a heart because of a lack of understanding. The devil came and stole it away. There was another heart that because it was hard, the word could not penetrate. There was another heart because it was choked. That's the distraction we just spoke about. The word could not penetrate. But he said there was the good soil. Hallelujah. And the word was able to enter that heart. Glory be to God. And it began to bring forth fruits. 30-fold. Hallelujah. 60-fold and 100-fold. That's what I see coming out of your life. Where this prophetic word of rest roundabout is. Glory be to God. The good word of God will enter the good soil of our hearts. Glory be to God. And we begin to have fruits. So... I don't know how the state of your heart is. That's another thing we've been talking about a lot in church as we are preparing. Everything depends on the state of our hearts. But thank God for a good word. When a good word enters any heart, it will turn everything around. Hallelujah. And that's why I want us to pray for that we will receive our word. You see, rest roundabout is, 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 is summary. It's like the verse we read. When we started about John the Baptist, they said what he was preaching was repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that's a summary. I will be sure John the Baptist preached more than a thousand sermons. But the summary of what he said is repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The same way, the summary of the words God is going to speak over our lives over the next, during supernatural, those five days is rest roundabout. They may be addressing finances in your own case. 
They may be addressing health in your own case. They may be talking about career in your own case. But everything is rest. Hallelujah. But it must enter. Glory be to God. Say with me, the good word of God is penetrating the good soil of my heart during Supernatural 2019. Nothing will be stolen from me. My heart will not be choked. My heart will not be hardened. The good word of God will make my heart glad as I receive the prophetic word called rest roundabout. We pray that tonight over our lives and over the church in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Rest round about. The prophetic word enters the soil of my heart. It enters the ground of my heart. Even as I'm preparing this week of preparation, your word is already entering my heart. Entering my heart. And as I come next week, from Wednesday all through Sunday, your good word that gladdens the hearts of men. Oh, Shakata Yata is entering my heart. As a church, we declare your good word is entering our hearts. Yangala Posoto, Yegede Veregeda Bosha, Makato Yolo Poso, Yegede Beyelo Poso. Let every thought of anxiety, every thought of worry, every thought of fear, every thought that is contrary to the word of God, let them be displaced out of our hearts right now. And let room be made for the good word of God to take root in our hearts. That it will begin to bring forth fruits. 30 fold. 60 fold. And a hundred fold. In the name of Jesus. Ah, yakata yatapayadaboso. Oh, yakata. We receive the good word of God. That gladdens hearts. The good word of God. That causes fruitfulness and increase. The good word of God. The prophetic word that will turn situations around. A word in season. A sent word. A right word. A perfect word. The Bible declares Joseph was bound in prison until the time of his word came. But when his word came, the king sent for him and loosed him. Lord, we decree and we prophesy that concerning Supernatural 2019, everybody's word will come like Joseph's word came and it will gladden our hearts like it gladdened Joseph's heart. And there will be a turnaround for everyone as there was a turnaround for Joseph. Send us your good word, Lord, we pray, that gladdens hearts that breaks chains, that lifts burdens, that removes yokes, that undoes the work of the devil. Oh, we pray that this good word will enter the good soil of our hearts. Our hearts are good soils. 
that we receive the good word like Joseph received this word and everything turned around one night he was a prisoner but when his word came he became a prime minister Oh, we receive the good word of God over us this season rest round about we receive it rest round about come on pray 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 let that word begin to have impact on your life already even as you prepare to come for the convention let it begin to have impact already. Let it begin to have impact already. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, shout it louder. Amen. Listen, listen. Um, I talked about the kingdom of heaven. The way of heaven. The way of heaven. Um, I think this was another scripture I shared on Sunday. I'm not sure which service. He said, my son, give me your heart. Let your eyes observe my ways. You need to know the way of God though. The way of God is he sent his word. And his word healed them and delivered them. That's how we do it in heaven though. We're going to send you a word. This is not Saudi Arabia. This is not Nigeria. This, this is heaven. We are going to send you a word. We are not going to come down physically and carry the problem. We are going to send you a good word. If you receive the good word, it will gladden your heart and turn If you ignore the word, did not hear the word, did not understand the word, did not mix faith with the word, did not allow the word to enter your heart to bring forth truth, nothing will happen. Somebody say kingdom of heaven. Say observe the ways of God. Sir, God is not going to come down. You can cry forever. He has come down once. He's not going to come down again. What is God going to do? They will organize supernatural. They will give a theme. Rest round about. Reverend K will come and preach. Reverend Victor will... That's all God is going to do. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm saying? Is how you receive that receiving the word is vital. He sent his word. And watch how it operates. So I just put that Joseph. The way God comes is interesting. You know, Joseph was in prison. They said on the time of his word came. How did the word come? Pharaoh had a dream. That's how Joseph's word came. So God did not even send the word to Joseph. Joseph didn't know anything about what was happening in the palace. God just sent a dream to Pharaoh. And the dream said, disturbing Pharaoh. That was, that's what they mean by Joseph's word came. Praise God. So I don't know what Reverend is going to preach to. He may be when he's just passing by and just say, shout out. And that is somebody, and we just say something. When they say your word comes, it means you better be sensitive and be ready. Because sir, the way your word may come is Pharaoh is having a dream in the palace and you, you are in prison. Not that they put megaphone, no. And they say, Pastor T, your word is coming. For where? That's not how it comes. Sometimes these spiritual things are so salient and unannounced. If you are not sensitive, that's why we are talking about preparation. You will not miss your word in Jesus' name. I said you will not miss your word in Jesus' name. 
you will not be insensitive to your prophetic word in Jesus' name. So, please pray this thing oh, like you ought to pray it. We can't reason God out. We must observe his ways and abide by them. By revelation. Glory be to God. You observe his ways by revelation and abide by them. Lift up your hand, somebody, and say, Father, I thank you that during Supernatural 2019, I am receiving my good word packaged in this rest roundabout conference. I will not miss it in the name of Jesus. Like your word came to Joseph while he was in prison through Pharaoh's dream, I decree right now and I prophesy concerning my life this season, my word is coming. Anyhow it comes, whether it's through Reverend Victor or Reverend Kay or any of the worship leaders or any of the pastors, however it comes, my heart is sensitive. My heart is good soil to receive the good word that will bring forth fruit in my life by this time tomorrow. Come on, open your mouth and pray for that. Pray for the word. Rest round about is a prophetic word. Rest round about is a prophetic word. Rest round about is a prophetic word. I'm receiving my good word. I'm receiving my good word. One word from God. One word from God. One word from God. One word from God that will turn things around for me. The dream came to Pharaoh and Joseph's life was turned around. My own word is coming this season. I, and I'm sensitive. I'm alert. I'm positioned. Come and pray for your word. Pray, pray. He sent his word and he healed them. Oh, and deliver them. Lord, send my word, my healing word, my deliverance word. My miracle word, my turnaround word. In the name of Jesus. Will you leave those hands and give God praise? Just, just thank Him for rest roundabout. Rest roundabout. Let that picture we painted about rain pouring from heaven, causing the river to overflow and bringing about abundance as the water level of the river rises. Let that picture 
Let it saturate your heart and your mind right now. And thank God for rest round about. Rest round about. Oh, we thank you, Lamb of God, for rest round about. We thank you, Jesus, light of heaven, for rest round about. We receive the prophetic word in any way, manner, shape, or form that it comes to us individually. Everything is encapsulated in that theme, rest round about. And we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I want us to pray one more prayer tonight. I'm going to release us soon. Solomon said this. Another picture of rest round about. First Kings chapter 5. Um, we are praying on Saturday for supernatural. Intercessors come together every Saturday morning. And the final one will be this Saturday. If you can join us, please join us. Between 7.30 and 9. And God, God showed us this. First Kings 5, 4, I want us to pray. We prayed it Saturday. I want us to pray it again. Verse 4. But now, this was his testimony. God, the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. First Kings chapter 5. Somebody shout, God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary. Come on, declare. There is neither adversary. nor evil occurrence in my life. And, and if you read the pretext, it was talking about the fact that this is a picture of redemption. David went and fought all the battles. And Solomon now was enthroned and he didn't have any more battles to fight. That's what he was testifying about. If you, um, verse 3, I think we even read this on Sunday. Because of the wars which were fought against him on every side until the Lord put his foes, hallelujah, under the soles of his feet. That's how the Bible said that God has raised up Jesus and he has put every name under his feet. Jesus has fought the battle and we are like Solomon. Jesus was like our David. He fought for us. Glory be to God. But this is why I now want us to pray. Verse 5. And behold, I propose to build a house for the name of of the Lord my God. As the Lord spoke to my father David. Saying your son. Whom I will put on your throne. In your place. He shall build a house for my name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So if you are familiar with the story. And what was taking place here. It was David that wanted to build a house. Bible said David was sitting in his throne one day. Nathan the prophet came. David said, Ah, I'm not comfortable that I'm sitting in a built house and the ark of God is sitting under a tent outside. And the prophet told him, Do what is in your heart to do. So David wanted to build the house. God said, No. You have killed too many people. CNN will come and say, You're a genocide king and I'm a genocide God. <laughs> God now said, No, you will not build the house. Your son, Solomon, will build the house. And, and what is happening here is this God gave Solomon rest round about for a purpose there is always a purpose to the rest that's what God told us there is always a purpose to the rest so you must not be carried away with the rest you must be focused on the purpose so, God gives you rest maritally. There is a purpose for the rest. Enjoy the rest. So, we are not asking you not to enjoy the rest. 
But don't get carried away with them. Focus on the purpose. God gives you rest financially. There's a purpose for the rest. God gives you rest in your career. There's a purpose for the rest. God gives you rest in one area of your life where you are struggling. Somebody shout, I receive the rest. But I also recognize there's a purpose for the rest. That's what Solomon was doing here. That's what Joseph did. When he, after he, he had rest, the Bible said he, he, he gave back to the first son. He named him Manasseh. Hey, God has given me rest from all my trouble. God will give somebody rest this season. It doesn't matter how long it has been. Joseph went through that ordeal for about 13 years. But a season came. Hallelujah. He had seven years of abundance. In those seven years, he had his two children. He kept reminding himself, there's a purpose to the rest. He named the first one Manasseh. He named the second one Ephraim. And when the seven years of abundance finished, he was ready. And he fulfilled the purpose for the rest. They made you prime minister to save the world from famine. Not for you to be traveling all up and down the place. So, even though you, now, you cannot travel up and down the place. There is always, somebody say always, a purpose for the rest. And if you can keep your eyes on that purpose and stay committed to that purpose, the rest will continue to be there. May you not be that guy that could buy a car five years ago and can't buy a car now. Can somebody shout a loud amen? That is what happens when people lose sight of the purpose for the rest. Imagine, like I always say, if Joseph had just been flangering for those seven years of abundance and not storing aside what God was aside. When the famine now came, you now can't. And I've seen that in my short life. God will give people breakthrough. They, they have no clue for the purpose. Because sometimes God will bless you today for something that is coming seven years from now. And when the purpose is now time to it was now time to build. You see, what Solomon was saying here is it's now time to build the temple. And it took him years to be, I can't even remember the time, years to build that temple. There is a purpose. God just didn't allow your father to kill everybody. So that when you now became king, you don't have to fight any battle. Ah, you think life is that easy. But there's a purpose for it. Lift your hands tonight. And say with me, Heavenly Father. You see, listen, listen. Supernatural will go. I, I, I tell you, there are always three phases to this thing. There's the preparation phase. That's the one we are in now. There is the experience itself. That's next week. By 24th, Supernatural 2019 has come and gone. Many people even do very well this first two phase. It's the aftermath that they don't lose track. But this is the kind of prayer that helps you that after supernatural has come, after Reverend K has gone, after Reverend Victor, God, there we go. <laughs> after the new year has come and gone, you now settle down. If you are not clear about the purpose for what God brought the new anointing for, the breakthrough. You won't be able to build the temple God wants you to build. That will not be anybody's story here in Jesus' name. You won't be able to avert the famine God wants you to avert. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. So as we are preparing for the rest, and we will receive the rest in Jesus' name, let us prepare for the purpose for the rest. Because listen, no, that is the main thing. No. In fact, this is the truth. The rest is not the main thing. When God came to Joseph, I think I've said this before, God didn't tell him anything about famine. All God showed him 
was the fanfare, the rest, everybody will be bowing to you. Hey, you will marry. You will have children. You will have a nice car. You will have money. You will travel on vacation. Those are the fanfare. Those things, the rest, there's a purpose behind it. And many times, God will advertise the fanfare. Rest round about. Advertise it. They will be bowing down to you. He will not tell you that sir, famine is coming. <laughs> but the famine is the main thing. I hear what we are saying. Building the temple is the main thing. It's not all the things that God gives. It's not really the rest. I, I, I don't know whether you are catching what I'm saying. We we'll miss God in our generation in Jesus' name. Lift up your hands and say, Father, as we prepare for the rest, Lord, we thank you for wisdom to prepare for the purpose of the rest. The reason why you are giving us breakthrough spiritually, financially, materially, academically, in our careers, in our marriages, concerning our health, the purpose for which we are enjoying the goodness that you are releasing on us. The purpose for which you are crowning our year with goodness. The purpose for which your paths are dripping with abundance. Like you showed Solomon his purpose to build the temple. Like you revealed to Joseph his purpose to avert the famine. Lord, as the arrest comes, thank you also for the revelation of the purpose behind the rest, round about, that you are granting us individually and as a church family. And even in this phase of preparation, we pray concerning that in the name of Jesus. Don't just embrace the rest. Embrace the purpose for the rest. That is how you can sustain and keep experiencing the rest. Don't just embrace the rest. Embrace the purpose. Embrace the purpose. Embrace the purpose. Ayakata for the rest. Embrace the purpose. Yakata yada brekeda bruso. Yegede brekeda basha. Embrace the purpose for the rest. Embrace it. Pray about it. Let God prepare you for that temple that you are supposed to build. Let God prepare you for that famine you are supposed to avert. That problem you are supposed to solve. That issue you are supposed to address. That's why God is bringing rest round about. So that you will not be distracted. So that you can focus on his plan and his purpose and his assignment for your life. Oh, yakata yada brasa. Father, we pray for wisdom. Wisdom, revelation, illumination, and understanding where the purpose for the rest is concerned. Yakata yade beshoto. Yeketa pa yakatoso. Egela pakata yaka. Ayakato. Yenketa yata. Oh, Yakataya. Oh, Yakata Kandeke de Vregida Basha. Oh, Yakataya da Baba 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 Baba. Come on, pray 
from the depths of your heart for a revelation of the purpose. <laughs> if God brings a financial breakthrough, rest in your life. Don't just embrace the financial breakthrough. Find out the purpose for the rest. If God gives you a breakthrough in relationships, whether it's marital or business or one area or the other, don't just embrace that new relationship. Oh, for by all means, embrace the relationship. But find out the purpose of the rest. Find out the purpose of the rest. Akata yakatoso. Yeketo yakataka. Yegedobosokoto. Makata yakata. Yeketo soto. There's a purpose. There's a purpose for it. There's a reason behind it. Oh, yakata yagadabaso. Thank you, Father, for rest roundabout and a revelation of the purpose behind the rest. Why you are giving us the victories you are giving us. Why you are giving us the breakthroughs you are giving us. Why you are releasing upon us the blessings you are releasing. The wisdom you are releasing. The open doors you are releasing. The favor you are releasing. Oh, yakata yala In the name of Jesus. Listen, I, I shared with us on Sunday. This is another way of heaven. Revelation. Sometimes we are asking for things that we are not really supposed to be focused on. We need revelation. Revelation of the right things. Hallelujah. That's, that's what we need. That's what we need. Revelation. One of the most important things as believers we need. Revelation. That's how heaven operates. Heaven is a place of light. Everybody knows everything they are supposed to know about. Paul said, I know as I am known. In other words, what God knows about me, I know it. There. So it's not like God wants me to build a temple. And I think God is giving me the money to marry 1,000 wives. By the way, that's how Solomon ended up on. When he lost track of the purpose for the rest. We didn't give you this wisdom and money to marry 1,000 wives. That's what happens where there's lack of revelation. Somebody was preaching the other day. He said the mistake of Solomon's prayer is this. He said God taught him. So he doesn't pray like that. He said God's, um, God has him. No, God, the Bible said God was pleased. He asked God for wisdom. He said it was his mistake. He said he should have asked for wisdom in the revelation of God. Don't just ask God for power in the revelation of God. Don't just ask God for wisdom in the revelation. He said it's so important because there's always a purpose for the rest. So he started well, all right, oh, in the purpose of God. After, you know, I mean, we didn't make you, you know, when you're smart, you'll be, people will be attracted, you attract people. But the Queen of Sheba came from this. But it's not to marry her. That's what happens where there is no clear revelation of why God is doing what he's doing, what he's doing. None of us will end up like that in Jesus' name. So please, just for a few more minutes, pray for God, reveal to me the things I need to know about this rest, about this season of my life. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands and ask God for revelation. Reveal to me the purpose behind the breakthrough you are bringing. Listen, listen, listen to me. Listen, oh, 
some of you, the rest will not show up until February 2020. The rest doesn't have to manifest in the week of supernatural. The release can come. Maybe it's February. You have even forgotten that you went for supernatural. Then they just call you and they give you one massive contract that you have never had in your life. Hey, 50 million dollar contract. May you know the purpose for the rest at that time as well. Hallelujah. Some of us, the rest may not show up until the end of 2020 in certain areas of our lives. Prophetic words are not necessarily just for one particular day. Joseph's word was the dream was given to him 13 years before the dream about him. 13 years. Hallelujah. But thank God he had a revelation. And the revelation grew. Praise God. Is somebody hearing us tonight? Come on, leave those hands one more time. And say, Father, grant me revelation behind this rest that I'm receiving. Declare again, I'm receiving rest roundabout. But beyond the rest, I am perfectly aligned to the purpose of God concerning this victory that God is bringing into my life. In the name of Jesus. Maya labo shokoto pa. Keregede vrosa kata. Yanga degedoboso. Akata yagede vereketo. Maya ngata kele veregede broso. Oh, there's a purpose for it. There's a purpose for it. That new level God has catapulted you into. There's a purpose. That wisdom that God is causing to flow through you. There's a purpose for it. The favor you have with your boss or with your new client, there's a purpose for it. The divine ideas that the Holy Ghost is inspiring in you, there's a purpose for it. The innovation that is bubbling in you as the river of life begins to rise in you, there's a purpose for it. Pray for revelation of that purpose. Pray for a revelation. Pray for a revelation that you will know as you are known, at least to the degree that you need to know why you're on this side of eternity. That you will not be confused, you will not be distracted, you will not be in the dark. Because there's a purpose for it. There's a purpose for it. There's an agenda of heaven. That you may know as you are known. Oh, Yaka, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Oh, Yaka, Taka, that your heart will be flooded with light. Lord, the things I need to know concerning the rest that you are bringing and you have brought already into my life. Thank you for a revelation of the purpose behind it. Lord, as a church, thank you for the rest you are bringing us into, the new levels you are bringing us into the new dimensions and expressions of your spirit. But beyond that, we also thank you for a revelation of the purpose. <laughs> Kende begede begede bosoto, akata yagede begede begede to, 
Yeketo soto akata ya gede veregere bosho. Come on, pray, pray for it. Let light dawn, the light of heaven. Let it dawn on our hearts. Let us see what we need to see for now. For this year end season, for next year. Let us know what we need to know. Let the things that need to be revealed to us be revealed to us. Oh, we will not miss God. <laughs> Thank you, oh God. We will not miss you. Rather, we will walk in your light. Akata will be guided by your light. Just like they are guided in heaven. Oh, Shakata Yalapra. will be guided by your light. Guided by your fruit. Just like they are guided in heaven. No confusion. We are not left in the dark. We are not clueless about the mind of God. But we have a revelation. We have an understanding. Of God's will for us. Thank you Lord. Can we lift our hands and begin to thank God one more time. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you. Please play something for us on the keyboard. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, give him thanks. Thank him again for this final week of preparation before Supernatural. And thank him for what he's about to do in your life during Supernatural. And thank him for the things that will come forth after Supernatural. Come on, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Oh, Yadaba Sokoto. We give you praise. We bless your name. We worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We celebrate you. Come on, give him thanks. Give him praise. Let's appreciate God. Let's let's bless him from the depths of our hearts. Please, can I have the singer? Come on, thank him, thank him, thank him. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.